and welcome to the Arsenal Way. Back again with you guys for another episode of what is our Arsenal Agenda series. Joining you Monday to Friday at 10 a.m. UK time. I'm joined this morning by Charlie. How are you doing, mate? You good? You well? Yeah, mate. I, I'm looking forward to, to this game in the, in the Premier League uh, against Chelsea at Stamford Bridge. Uh, I mean, we'll go into it, but yeah, I reckon it'll be quite a good game, you know. Um, obviously, I mean, Chelsea are... Seem they seem to be doing a bit better, and I, I mentioned yesterday in our in our morning agenda that they seem to kind of be racking up the chances. They just can't be putting them away. So I think our defense will have a decent amount to do. It's just whether they can put it away. But they do have the likes of like Cole Palmer uh, out, and they have that really long injury list anyway. So I'm still confident. I'm still confident that we're going to get the win. Touch wood. Uh, but yeah. Um, Arsenal will be looking to break a record at Stamford Bridge. We've we've won uh, three games in a row. No club has won four games in a row at Stamford Bridge. So, fingers crossed we can get that over the line. No, indeed. It's going to be an interesting one. We're going to look ahead to that game. We need to discuss, first of all, Mikel Arteta's press conference, which he's just uh, finished. Did that about an hour ago. Uh, you can obviously read the full transcript of that and the updated quotes on the London website. So, make sure that you're over there if you want to get Arteta's words. But... Um, it was, I think, uh, it was a presser that was obviously, after an international break, always going to include some coyness uh, from Arteta about, you know, the the team. And uh, he wasn't up for, for really giving us any indication about the latest team news or anything like that. To, to give you kind of what we what we did get uh, from him, I'll read you some of the quotes. Um, he was asked about the latest team news and he says, not a lot. Um, he said, and that's literally his words, even though he actually said, not a lot. Uh, we haven't had a lot of players. We're going to do our first training session today and we'll know more after the session. Um, he was asked specifically about Saka and whether he wants to play. He says, I'm sure he wants to play. And he added that he's been working so hard to be fit for this game. So let's see where he's at Today, he was also asked about William Saliba and whether or not kind of the issue he's been facing is, is a long-term problem. He said, hopefully not, but obviously he's been carrying that for weeks now and we have to give him time to settle. He added about whether or not he would place this, depending again on how he trains today. Um, he might have more information that he's giving us. We know that he likes to, to hold things close to his chest um, and tends to do that. But obviously, I think, I think what you can take from those comments is a, a level of optimism around both of those players. Um, Charlie, you're nodding, so I, th- I sense that you're agreeing. Uh, how do you think yeah. that... Uh, how do you think he would feel about risking both players in this game? Um, see, I, I obviously don't know how bad uh, Saliba's injury is, first of all. Mm. Um, I did, To be fair, I didn't clock that he... I, I can't remember how he even got the injury. I think it's a toe injury. I would assume yeah. it was actually... I think it was before the City game, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's way, he's been carrying it for a few weeks. Yeah, yeah, Exactly. So the fact that he was able to kind of push himself in the biggest game of the season, mm. uh, ar- arguably the biggest game of the season for Arsenal, I'm sure that he'll be able to kind of push himself to play against Chelsea. And the fact that he's had this these kind of two weeks out since playing, um, I mean, I'm sure he's been training. I'm sure he's been trying to get back to... Oh, I say full fitness to to get his toe better, <laughs> but I'm sure he's kind of making sure that he's doing everything that he can to to get back into to make sure that he's in that first team in that starting lineup. So to be fair, from what I've seen, from what I've seen, Saliba, the fact that Saliba's been playing ever since he's been carrying this injury, I'm sure that he's going to be available for this game. That's that's my perception of this. Um, 
I wouldn't be surprised. Although I wouldn't be surprised if Arteta does uh, does rest him on the bench. Uh, it'll be good to see uh, Tommy Asu possibly playing playing at centre back. I think he didn't he play there um, against Brentford, Brentford in the in the cup. So and he and he played very very well. And I think you mentioned in previous uh, in previous streams that Tommy Asu he's either more of a left back or or a centre back. He doesn't really yeah. fit in our right back kind of structure and kind of style player as a right back. So maybe seeing Tomiyasu in that back four, that might be quite good at centre back and make sure that Saliba is okay for the upcoming games. Um, but uh, we know Arteta, we know that he kind of, that he does kind of keep coy on these things, as you just mentioned. And with, and with Saka, I mean, I, I think he also said in his press conference uh, that he has been that Saka has been working hard to get back to full fitness, as you just mentioned. That he does want to play, so that obviously plays a big part in it. Um, so I'm sure, I'm sure that we will see Saka, whether it's in the starting lineup, I'm not sure, but it'll be good to see him back uh, on the pitch after being out in the biggest game, as I, as I just mentioned, one of the biggest games of of our season. And but even if he is on the bench. We have proven that he is that we are a very good team without him. That we can produce a very good result without him. Um, but yeah, for, hopefully we can see him back. But as I just mentioned, I wouldn't be surprised if we see him on the bench come on because, in terms of risking, I, I don't want to push Saka too hard because we've we've mentioned so many times he constantly plays for Arsenal. It was eighty-five consecutive Premier League games or something like that. Um, that, he, that he's been that he that he played. So, I mean, he deserves a bit of a rest. And we have the quality of players uh, and the quality of squad depth to kind of to back him up. We have we've seen Gabriel Jesus. He was fantastic against Man City, and then Enkete can play through the middle. And with Gabriel Martinelli coming back, that's still a very strong front three. And so, uh, yeah. I think it would be okay if he doesn't, but so I I, w I wouldn't risk starting him, but I'd like to see him back. If you know what I'm trying to say, so, but I, I reckon we will see Saliba. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, I think that Saliba would be if he's not in the team, I'd be very very surprised. But who knows? The stranger things have happened. We'll have to wait and see. You can never be 100 percent certain with these uh, these things. Saka is obviously the bigger question, and we'll see whether or not he. Will be involved uh, on the Chelsea side. Obviously, there's still question marks about Dizazi and about Reese James, about whether or not they're going to be involved. They did train, I think, this week. How involved that they are uh, remains to be seen. But certainly, James uh, was um, was there and was in the training this week. I'm just looking at a report on this, um, and it seemed that he might have suffered a setback, but uh, he, you know, he, he hinted that he would be available. And uh, put a picture up saying "against all odds" was the caption he left. So I think that's pretty big hit that he's probably going to be involved. But you know, he's he's only won one of his five attempts when playing against Arsenal um, in his career, including that FA Cup final defeat uh, and including a number of really exciting Arsenal victories as well at Stamford Bridge. So even if Dizazi and James are back for for Chelsea, I still think we've got a reason to be relatively confident. Yeah, of course that. Our, our attack, as I just mentioned, does have a lot of quality uh, across kind of 
all positions, even the backups, I think do have a lot of quality. And as I just mentioned, we, if Bukayo Saka doesn't start, we still do have a lot of, of quality in that front three. As I just mentioned, Jesus was amazing against City. And KCIA seems to be kind of dipping a little bit in form, but I'm sure that he'll do well against Chelsea. I think, was it, did we beat him 4 2? Was that at Stamford Bridge when he scored two goals? Um, so he, he's proven against Chelsea. I think it was 4 2 anyway. Um, he's he's proven against Chelsea. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then Martinelli, I think it's fantastic he's back. Uh, fantastic that he was able to come on against City. So we know the the kind of skill, the, the how quick he is, how quick he is on the ball, how much he changed the game actually uh, when he came on against City. Um Trossard seems to have gone a bit quiet over the past couple of games, but even so, he's still a very good player. And Reese James coming just coming back from injury, and apparent and apparently how much kind of Pochettino is pushing his players in in training. Gabriel Jesus may even end up end up injuring Reese James again, so I'm sure that he'll definitely push Reese James to the limits if he is to play. Um, but yeah, I, I'm always going to back our front three, whoever it is up front. Uh, well, I say always. I was a bit sceptical against Man City, but you know what I'm trying to say. I, I back them to do well in some in some way or, or or another. So, but we've we've even seen kind of different concoctions up front as well. I, I think we've even seen uh, Trossard on the right, Gabriel Jesus through the middle, and Martinelli on the left. We, we can do a lot with it, and. We can even see Havertz up front as well. I I would like to see him at least come on up front uh, against Chelsea. I wouldn't be surprised if he does feature, um, but obviously we don't know where. Uh, we we mentioned against City that Arteta got it right when he brought Havertz on up front, and maybe we'll see that again. Hopefully, we'll see that again um, if Enketia doesn't produce what he's been, uh, if, if he doesn't produce what we know that he can. So, but yeah, I, I back them all the way. Yeah, for sure. I, I think that we've got a great chance in this game as, as always, you know, and, and there will be an expectation that Arsenal should win this game. If they're serious about trying to win a title, they should be looking to beat Chelsea, uh, both home and away, because that's, yeah. that's the level that Arsenal are at right now. Um, and we're hopeful that that indeed will be the case. Um, Obviously, there is. Uh, well, I've seen, there's been some, obviously some interesting news. I think this this week, we've, in regards to kind of a wider context around the Premier League, uh, Tenali, a uh, Newcastle potentially facing a, a serious ban uh, as well for betting in Italy. Do you think that could destabilise Newcastle going forwards? Yeah, uh, yeah. Tenali is a very good player. He is a very good player. I, don't, I to be fair, I, I couldn't tell you how well he's been doing for Newcastle this season. Uh, from what I from what I've been told, he's not kind of been kind of he, he hasn't lived up to the expectation that he that he had at uh, AC Milan. But uh, I mean, Newcastle definitely will be able will be easier to break down without him, um, without a doubt. Uh, but I mean, Arsenal are able to do that even with Tenali, to be fair, in my opinion. So obviously, it will be a loss for Newcastle, but possibly an opportunity for others. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, and obviously, outside of, of that, we've seen, I think, Darren England has been reinstated after his mm. 
VAR controversy and the game between Liverpool and, and Tottenham. Do you feel that's the right decision? Do you bring the, them back in this early? Is the suspension long enough? I know we've had international breaks, made it feel longer, but I think it was only one or maybe two max weekends that they missed. Yeah. Was that, did you say that was the guy that was VAR for the Tottenham-Liverpool game, you say? Uh, I believe it was. Yeah. yeah. I believe okay. it was. Yeah. To be fair, I, I mean, from what obviously we've been told after the game, it was a lack of... Uh, communication between between the on-field officials and the VAR officials. Even so, I think that the people behind the screens should be paying full attention as to what is going on. That is literally their job. So they should have known already that it, that it was flagged for offside and that's what they should be looking for. But obviously it was a lack of, uh, of communication. That was their excuse. That Their excuse was that they thought that it was given a goal. So that's what they were looking for. They were making sure that it was. But so so they got the decision right uh, behind the screen, but the communication wasn't right. So it came out the wrong decision, if you know what I'm trying to say. So yeah. they're still in the wrong. I'm, I'm, not saying that they, I'm not saying that they're not in the wrong. But yeah. what I'm going to say is that I'm sure that he's kind of now, it's been drilled into this guy that they need to kind of be really clear on what they're saying so in that instance when Diaz was flagged for offside he should have been like the 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 people behind the screen should have said it's a goal that's that's the decision it it should still stand and then the referee would be like well actually it was flagged for offside but you said that it's a goal so okay we'll go with that kind of thing so I, I think the communication just needs to be better but also he needs to be paying full attention as to what is going on in that game. So I think that it's okay that he's coming back and that there will be, that may, maybe even after that uh, kind of, that that decision, maybe more rules will be implemented as to communicating, like I just said, maybe. That I think that's the plan, yeah. I, th I think they are improving the dialogue, like to make it much clearer. Maybe it's a clearer set of rules. You know, those saying that they should have been sacked, you know, they, it is too far. I'm, I'm very much, I'm not into the whole cancel culture thing. I think people need to be educated first and, you know, given opportunities and second chance. And that's important. Um, but Martin says, you know, we've got Jared Gillett as our VAR for this weekend's game, and that scares the hell out of him. Uh, he has particularly screwed us, he says, over in the past. I'm not sure. I can't remember. There's so many mistakes I'm from VAR officials that I can't actually remember who's made what error, you know, with Arsenal. So Honestly. hopefully it's going to be fine. Uh, we'll keep our fingers crossed that it'll all be okay. Yeah. Um, Charlie, thank you for your time out this morning. I'm going to get a prediction from you, though. Scoreline, what are you going for? Uh, I reckon 2-0 to Arsenal. I reckon we'll be able to keep a clean sheet. Away from home, we are notorious for doing that. So uh, I'm going to go for a 3 0 Arsenal win and hope for an absolute battering uh, of the Blues and to put their fans rightfully in a more <laughs> humble place, uh, which is where they need to be. Uh, but thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, do drop a like on the video if you've enjoyed. Uh, leave a comment, of course, on anything that we've discussed today. And we're less than 1,300 subs now from 100K. So keep helping support the channel. Keep joining the, TG, uh, the uh, TAW family. And uh, yeah, we'll be back with another show next week week but of course you'll still have plenty more to come out uh, i am actually going to be home tomorrow so we might even have a match reaction straight after the game as well for you guys also so look out for that one see you soon have a great day great evening good morning wherever you are and as always keep following us down the arsenal way